You are now Beyond the Ghetto. With your host, Stephen Emery, broadcasting from his Cody Strum Studios in the rainy city mainland, Vancouver, British Columbia. You are now Beyond the Ghetto. Beyond the Ghetto is more than just your within-the-village uh, news, issues, and arts um, gay radio show, although we do have elements of that happening. No, this is for everybody. This is for the mainstream, because basically this is about what lesbian, gay, transgendered, and bisexual people are doing outside in the mainstream communities in the suburbs across North America. We'll also go to international spots and see how the queer communities are emerging in those areas too. Along with some important political segments, including my infamous Cody rant, we will be, that's my nickname by the way, uh, we will be uh, talking to local artists and musicians and also authors about their creative works. And... Hey, we'll be taking some of the local politicians uh, on the task, too, if that comes up as well. So, we're thinking beyond the pink box here. We're thinking for everyone. We're thinking as we reach out beyond the ghetto. And now we go to Gay Tokyo, Japan, to talk about what life is like being gay in Japan. I was there a few years ago and I went out on the streets and did a few little audio tapes about what I thought of the community there. And later on, we're going to hear an interview with Masa from Japan, a Japanese resident. He talked to us about what it's like to be gay in Japan. But first, our audio tour of Gay Tokyo. Yokohama, Japan, on my way back to home in a small suburb outside of Tokyo called Enagi, which is... <laughs> I am right on the subway platform. the heat of Tokyo. It's hotter than the devil's anus here. <laughs> Average temperatures per day are 35 degrees Celsius. Sometimes they go up to 38 degrees. This is the hot time of year, July and August, and they just finished the rainy season. We, in September, are going to move into the moderate climbs, probably right through till the winter, where it goes down to about minus 5. Vancouver weather without so much rain. Nichom is a little bit quieter and it has over 350 bars packed in uh, small compact high-rises on multiple levels of floors. However, finding them as an English person, you're going to have trouble. Um, the other thing is most of those bars won't let foreigners in. However, there are about 
um, 15 or 20 bars that are quite welcome for foreigners and in fact where Japanese men are very interested in meeting foreigners. Foreigners are anybody who are not Japanese. The xenophobia in Japan is notorious and gays being one part of a small of a subset of a larger society, a lot of them carry those values and so a lot of gay Japanese men are xenophobic sizable minority who have no problems with that. You're listening to a little bit of Gakdo Kamui, a famous rock star in Japan here on Beyond the Ghetto. And now we're going to go to an interview that I did with my friend Masa there when I lived there in 2001 about gay Tokyo and specifically about the neighborhood, the central neighborhood there called Shinjuku Nichome. So here's Masa about gay Tokyo. How do people who are not gay, Japanese, view Nichome? Oh, well, it's sort of like the same general and ultimate universal reaction towards something taboo, mm -hmm. what they consider taboo. Uh, the only thing they, you can do is you just ignore it or uh, pretend. Because I don't find a lot of Japanese people, or, you know, people who were born gay, mm -hmm. um, are not at liberty to um, explore uh, a realness of yourself. Would you say that Nichome and, and sort of the gay area is in the, mi in the media mind, in the mass market mind, like known? You know, uh, I mentioned earlier about the connection uh, with show business people, for example, and there are people, of course, come from TV or that are common TV, or, uh, you know, TV talent or actor or any celebrities uh, has a rumor that he's been going there regularly or something like that. But um, that, but that sort of remark did not necessarily come on as come on air as um, uh, disagreement or disapproval. Okay. Uh, it just come as it just comes as um, matter of fact. Is it easier for people like you're in the entertainment industry? Would you say it's easier for gay men? I uh, yeah, of course. In so uh, for sure. Well, Ostracized. serious business firm or something, for example, maybe um, you get um, some sort of treatment as. Um, you know, unspoken, um, you know, eyes from others, or maybe the disturbance to your prom possible promotion could happen. Yeah. There is there is now a law in Tokyo for our listeners that's relatively new. I think 1999. That in Tokyo you cannot discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation. Well, that's a law. I don't know. Cultural practice is a whole different story. But the interesting thing about this culture is no one actually really cares about the legal terms. 
and what they care is um, you know how one behavior one person's one pe uh, person's um, uh, tendency on anything not only sexuality but anything uh, is perceived or taken by others or you know other members of whatever the community or the uh, company you belong to. So you're saying that there's more of a social sort of Yes, law. yes, yes, yes. So, so, so uh, basically what drives them, um, I mean, you know, determine them not to uh, reveal your sexuality. You know, he doesn't want to be embarrassed, he doesn't want to feel awkward. <laughs> Is, is pretty rare? Well, because that sort of crime it rarely occurs in here. And in, in, um, in uh, I think it's, uh, it's a cultural thing. That, um, and also it is uh, related to how uh, closeted gay people, um, you know, think over about their coming out, whether they should do it or not, and stuff. Uh, is uh, based on other people's reaction is pretty much um, summarized the Japanese people's um, um, I think general sort of personality uh, it's not that you get really like um, um, progressive or like physical violent action or uh, reaction um, from the fact that this one person is gay it's more than you know you worry and if you, if you talk about the big city like cities like Tokyo or Osaka and I've never heard any such stories <laughs> What have you seen with friends or yourself? Relationships of a lot. A lot of my gay Japanese friends tell me that they're not out to their. I'm not out to my father. Mm. He's the only person I'm not out to. And, and, and I could, and I was thinking of telling him or, you know, writing a letter about it or something, um, to, you know, when I got to 30 or like any, yeah. like a big years of my life. But uh, I don't really see it. I don't, I don't know. I don't really see the necessity of doing that. <laughs> I 
want to talk about this idea of Nichomi. Is it a ghetto where a lot of people live and work and don't leave? Or like you were saying, is it just... I don't think so. But that area is um, uh, enormously uh, condensed with um, small businesses slash establishments. Would you say that Nichome represents gay community or not? I don't know. If you compare it with, for example, North American gay uh, community activities uh, organized or based on the community's um, um, uh, circle of people, mm-hmm. I think uh, the um, any events or activities um, by them is a lot less than. people ask any gay people the question is do you have a girlfriend mm. and up until about I was 23 or 4 uh, maybe um, up until I was uh, I was living in Sydney mm. I used to be saying if someone asked me if I had a girlfriend and I said no but um, you know soon after that I started saying no because I don't have uh, no, I don't have a girlfriend because I'm gay. I never got, I never got any uh, that reaction about it. So um, my reaction, uh, my my feeling uh, about this matter is, um, there are many people who actually don't know that most people don't actually care. <laughs> And that was our tour of Gay Japan on our first uh, installment of our podcast, Beyond the Ghetto. I would like to thank ourmedia.com, that's ourmedia.com, for hosting this podcast. And also, this podcast does appear on radiogay.ca. That's www.radiogay.ca. It did appear last summer and it may get rebroadcast. So tune into radiogay.ca and see what else is going on. Also, I would like to mention that any uh, copyrighted material here agrees with fair use policies in the United States and so can policies here in Canada. And we have been featuring the marvelous rock music of Japan artist Gakdo Kamui here on Beyond 
the ghetto. To find out more information about future episodes and this show in general, go to beyondtheghetto.livejournal.com. That's beyondtheghetto.livejournal.com and find out my show notes and all my other contact information there. Have a good month and take care of yourselves out there beyond the ghetto.